Hey, this is Lauren Hargrove, co-pastor of Gravetop Church with the Revive Moms podcast. I hope this message makes a difference in your life and truly revives your soul. Enjoy. Um, today we are talking about mom shame. You may have heard that phrase, maybe more so recently. It's one of those phrases that are catchy, mom shame. Uh, but I'll share some opening thoughts. And here's a question. Have you ever been mom shamed or possibly the mom shamer? Why is this term so popular these days? I think because moms have been given a high set of standards from our society that are impossible to meet and others are watching our every move, waiting to judge. This is our culture and it's wrong. Maybe you've experienced this from your family, closest friends, or maybe a complete stranger. This extreme judgment has brought division and pride among the mom society that is causing moms to feel even more isolated than ever before. It's hard enough to have friends as a mom, and now we are afraid to be confident in our mom's skills or choices or decisions for the fear of judgment. We are constantly feeling insecure in our decisions for our kids and the mom guilt exponentially grows. But it is time to throw this mom shame out the window. It's time to stop judging our fellow moms. It's time to start to stop feeling insecure in our parenting style and decisions. And it's time to maybe mind our own business a little and simply love and support one another and embrace each other's differences. It's time to be united in love and stop pushing our parenting decisions on other moms. Or maybe we've been the ones that, that these other people in our lives have pushed certain opinions on. It's time to regain our confidence as a mom and press on doing the best that we can one day at a time. And so mom shame, maybe we've been the one that's been mom shamed on different occasions by different sets of people, or maybe we've been one that unintentionally has, you know, um, but today we're going to talk about three things. We're going to talk about judgment and then we're going to talk about unity and then we're going to end on good job. Those are the three points, judgment, unity, and good job. So it might be a little bit of a heavier message. Um, today, if you will, but please know my heart in sharing this. This week, um, I got a, a good old dose of some mom shame from someone very close to me, um, and it didn't feel good, and um, I was upset, <laughs> uh, very upset, and so, um, yeah, so let's talk about that. Um, the first point, like I said, is judgment. Parenting is hard. You learn as you go. There is no manual that tells us exactly what to do every step of the way. We have to simply do our best to make the right decisions for our kids. There is no one-size-fits-all solution for our kids or our family. Every family is unique and every child is different. What works for your family may not work for the next. So why are we so quick sometimes to push our parenting decision on others? and then judge if they don't decide to do the same. I think most of us can say that after actually having kids, 
we have become way more understanding of other moms and the struggles. Before having kids, you know, I wasn't quick to necessarily judge, but if I saw a crazy kid in the store, I'd be like, dang, he needs a spanking, <laughs> you know, in my head, right? Or like, dang, get your kid under control or at a restaurant and they're going off. And, and I didn't vocalize it. It wasn't my first thought, but maybe some of you might've felt the same way. You know, I don't know. Maybe you've had those thoughts, but after having kids, I'm just like, oh girl, I feel you. I feel you across the room while my kids are going crazy, right? I have so much more understanding now and way slower to maybe judge those moments. But that hasn't stopped us entirely. Our, our friends, maybe friends without kids, our own parents, complete strangers, that hasn't stopped them sometimes from putting their nose in the air and judging the details of mom's decisions. We are all trying our best every day and the struggle is real. Here are some examples of things that maybe we've gotten judged for. Maybe you, there's a couple in here, you're like, yep, that's me, maybe not. But here are some things I feel like we commonly nowadays get judged for. Screen time, whether our kids are watching shows or not. Um, sugar intake, do they have candy or not at this age? Organic meals versus my kid who loves chicken nuggets. Discipline, I feel like this is a major one discipline whether a family is uh, for spanking or not for time outs or not or maybe have no discipline at all people i feel like nowadays either judge you for not disciplining or doing too much or too little have you ever felt that way it's like you you lean towards this parent discipline style for your kid and you feel like it's never enough like either you're not doing it enough either you're doing too much it's too much it's this or that but we judge the way we discipline. Maybe uh, we've been judged for our yelling kid in the store. Uh, or here's some deeper, more personal things. Whether we've chosen to vaccinate or not vaccinate our kids. Whether you have a boy, maybe you chose to circumcise or not circumcise. Maybe it's clothing choices, potty trained kids, or maybe they're not and they're older. You know, natural birth or C-section, co-sleeping, or sleep training. The list goes on and on. Have you ever been judged for any of these parenting decisions? I know that I have, and I have to say it, it, it's made me a bit hurt, if you will. A lot of other emotions, but hurt. It, it simply isn't our business or others' business of what moms choose to do for their kids to ensure that everyone's taken care of. No one else can love someone else's kids more than the parent themselves. We are all making the best decisions we can for our kids. If you have been a victim of mom shame, know that you're not alone. It's time to forgive those who may have judged you, whether it's intentionally or totally not intentionally. Just brush it off and let's move on. If you've been a mom shamer at any point don't worry we've all may have been there whether we'd like to admit it or not today it's okay like my kids say when I talk to them about something they did they I say hey did you hit your sister yeah I didn't mean to <laughs> that's what they tell me I didn't mean to did you pull your sister's hair yeah I didn't mean to though you know so sometimes for us like hey I didn't mean to I wasn't trying to come at your neck I wasn't trying to judge you but sometimes we have 
We just may not have understood the whole story. We may have jumped to conclusions, but let us analyze our hearts today and make sure that we aren't playing a role in this whole mom shaming thing. You know, so mom shame, judgment. I'm going to read um, a couple of verses in Romans. It's, it's all in the same chapter, Romans 14. But um, I took a couple of specific ones out that I wanted to share on this, cho- on this topic. Um, and so let me start. Just listen in real quick. It says, Who are you to condemn someone else's servant? Their own master will judge whether they stand or fall. And with the Lord's help, they will stand and receive his approval. In the same way, some think one day is more holy than another day while others think every day is alike. You should each be fully convinced that whether whichever day you choose is acceptable. Those who worship the Lord on a special day, do it to honor him. Those who eat any kind of food, do so to honor the Lord, since they give thanks to God before eating. And those who refuse to eat certain foods also want to please the Lord and give thanks to God. There's more to this verse I will read. But even as a mom, some choose to discipline this way and some do it another way. Both moms are trying to do the right thing and please the Lord. Whether you decide uh, to make certain health decisions for your kids this way or this way, you're doing so to take care of your kids and please the Lord and ultimately He's the one who helps us make those decisions. It goes on to say, so why do you condemn another believer or another mom? Why do you look down on another believer or mom? Remember, we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. Yes, each of us will give a personal account to God. So let's stop condemning each other. Decide instead to live in such a way that you will not cause another believer to stumble and fall. I know and I'm convinced on the authority of the Lord Jesus that no food in and of itself is wrong to eat. Amen. But if someone believes it is wrong, then for that person it is wrong. And if another believer is distressed by what you eat, you are not acting in love if you eat it. Don't let your eating ruin someone for whom Christ died. So this is, you know, talking about for some, you know, it's okay. And for some, it's not, you might feel okay making a certain decision in all these different areas for your kid. But if another mom doesn't feel right about it, then that is their conviction. Does that make sense? We have our decisions and convictions that some, that most of the time we prayerfully consider and decide on. And that may be different from another mom, and that's okay. It continues to say, I'm almost done. So then let us aim for harmony in the church and to try to build each other up. When we judge and we're quick to speak and slander other moms or other people, it divides us and it tears each other down. But this is saying, let's aim for harmony and let's build each other up. You may believe there's nothing wrong with what you are doing, but keep it between yourself and God. AKA, let's mind our own business. That's what it's saying. It's between that person and God. Blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they 
have decided is right. But if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you are sinning if you go ahead and do it. For you are not following your convictions. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. So I know that ends that that chapter, Romans 14. I know that that was heavy, but I really felt like it was very relevant to this whole mom shaming topic. It gave me perspective. You know, I felt like this week I was the victim of someone mom shaming me, of someone telling me literally, um, you are making the wrong decision for your kids. Um, I'm praying for you. Like, it's ridiculous. I won't even go into the whole story, but it's ridiculous. Um, and to and and totally speaking so ill about my prayerful, our my husband and I's prayerful decision for our kids, and they went on and on and on. And so this verse, you know, us here as moms, I don't think any of us here today is like, oh, I'm judging that mom, that mom, and I'm going to say all this stuff. No, I don't even think that. But doesn't this chapter in Romans give us perspective on even what God says about the whole topic of the times we pass judgment, the times that we are judging other people's decisions that they're ultimately trying to make the right one? and honor God with and how important it is for us to leave it between them and God for us not to shame them in those decisions and ending on this verse in James 4 11 through 12 it says don't speak evil against each other dear brothers and sisters if you criticize and judge each other then you are criticizing and judging God's law but your job is to obey the law not to judge whether it applies to you. God alone, who gave the law, is the judge. He, um, he alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right do we have to judge our neighbor? What right? So ultimately it's saying God is the one. If you're concerned about someone else's decision, it's up to God to decide whether it's right or wrong, not ours. So I know that this first point seemed a bit heavy but know that my heart is not to tell anyone here that you're doing this that you're the judger even though I can admit that there's been moments and times where I may have uh, unintentionally and maybe even ignorantly passed judgment right um, but my point is is let us hear these verses and have perspective on the heart of what our role is as a fellow mom um, towards other moms and if you've been judged or been hurt by the things that people have said or thought or told you know that that's also between them and God don't take it to heart don't allow it to seep so deep into your heart that you believe some of these negative comments and lies don't let it cause you to doubt and uh, lack confidence in your prayerful decisions for your family because like we talked about before every family is different and God is guiding you. And so judgment. Let's move on to our next point, And that is unity. It's a begin. This message is going to um, begin to lighten up a bit. Okay. But unity. Being a mom can be lonely at times. We need each other. We need to know that we're not alone. But we can't be united if we're allowing our differences to divide us. We can be supportive friends even if we have different opinions on things. 
we can encourage our fellow mom friends even if they do things a little bit different than us because that's okay. There's a difference between sharing our parenting decisions or opinions and pushing them on another mom, expecting them to do the same. There's a difference. We should feel that liberty to share our knowledge and opinions, but we shouldn't judge each other's choices beyond that. If you are concerned, if we are concerned with the specific aspect of another mom's decision, let's pray about it before jumping to conclusions or speaking when maybe it's not our place. The decision is ultimately between them and God. Basically, we should use discretion. We don't see the whole picture. We don't know the background behind their decisions. And we have to remember that they want, they want the very best for their kids in the same way that we think we do. So let's not let our differences divide us, but rather unite us. Let's support, love, and encourage and be there for each other. Let's even cheer each other on. You know, and this week, as um, you know, I encountered what I encountered, it really also gave me perspective as a mom for, for how I will choose to act as a grandma down the road, God willing, right? Whenever my children become parents, my daughters become moms, it really puts something in my heart to remember then that I want to be a, a grandma, a mom who supports them, who builds my kids up. And even if I have a different opinion about the way my children choose to parent their children, I want to learn now to respect that. To, if I have concerns, to maybe prayerfully consider the way I approach sharing my opinion, but also knowing when to hold it back. I want to honor my kids. I want to support them in the choices that they make as parents years and years from now, you know, because how many of y'all have experienced those times when maybe it's your parents, your mom, someone so close to you says, judges you hardcore and you don't feel close to them. You only feel belittled. You only feel hurt. It doesn't bring you and that person closer together, but puts a wedge between y'all. It's all about how we approach it. And so unity, let's be united with our fellow mom friends. And with that, I'll share a couple verses. In 2 Timothy 2, 23, it says, Again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach, and be patient with difficult people. <laughs> you know, and so this verse is saying it's not worth it. If you have such a different opinion, don't waste time getting in a, a, a argument with someone else. If they don't see what you see, then just let it slide because it's not worth it. Just be kind. Ephesians 4, 2-3, it says, Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. You know, this whole verse is about just being united. Do all that you can to be united with one another. Do all that you can to support and love these other moms that are trying their best. And I like how it starts off, be humble and gentle. Let's not take the, 
take on the prideful attitude that sometimes is easy to take when you're passionate about a certain belief, when you, um, you know, are so for a certain thing. Sometimes we're not very humble and gentle about the way we share our knowledge, the way that we share our opinions. But this is saying be humble and gentle. You know, there's specific parenting decisions we've made even recently that we are very uh, firm in now and this is the way that we've chosen to move forward with our kids in certain aspects. But I have chosen and will not ever try to push that on someone else or look down upon someone who chooses otherwise because I know that that is their decision. And in Romans 12, 16, our last verse, it says, live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. <laughs> like, okay, my bad. Like, you know, don't, let's not think that we know it all. Instead, let's just be in harmony and united with each other. Um, ending this point, unity, let us make a change in our culture and be mom supporters instead of mom shamers. Let's be a community of supportive and loving moms in the midst of all of our differences. If outsiders, family members, friends, strangers have hurt you by the unintentional or intentional shame they've brought, give it to Jesus. Don't let those words penetrate your heart and discourage you. They more than likely just didn't realize what they said or did. Forgive and let go and let's be united you know all of us as moms we we have enough judgment from every era we without even someone saying it we feel it at the at the store you know I took my girls this uh yesterday I was like excited I'm gonna take them out homers at home with you know, little homer so I had like little my girl time right well we get to you know we go to the library they have fun we get to Target. I'm like, okay, let's get a couple things. They both, as soon as we walk in, have a tantrum because neither of them want to get in the basket. And if you have young toddlers or have before, you know what that means. They want to touch everything, you know? Like, I want you to have fun and all, but, like, no. So I put them in, um, you know, sometimes I let them walk, but closer to the end of our trip. Um, so it's like, you know, not the whole time of crazy roaming. So I put them in and I was like, we're gonna get in and they're both yelling and screaming. And you know that moment as a mom where you're just like, you know, and everyone's just like, oh, oh. And I'm just like, I wish you would say something. <laughs> you know, I get a little bit like mom ghetto, if you will. But I, I've come to a point where I don't um, really care because I know that I discipline my kids. I know that I'm trying my best. But I also know that I have two toddlers that are going to freak out sometimes. And so I put them in the car. They're both screaming. And I'm just like this, walking, just smiling. Like, hey, okay. And I'm just like, hey, guys, you know, you want to go find a sister's birthday outfit? And they're screaming. And I am like, look crazy because I'm talking to myself. But that's how I dealt with it in the moment. But how many of y'all have been in situations where you see all eyes on you in a given situation? It's awkward. It doesn't feel good. But let's not be the one that are having our eyes on other moms but let us be the one that's supporting them and looking at them in the classroom and saying it's okay girl I know how it is and you can do this you know and so moving on to our last point good job good job let me remind you today that you are doing a good job let God remind us that he is on our side he is proud of us he is helping us, and he too thinks we're doing an amazing job. 
He knows our hearts as a mother. He knows we want the very best for our kids. He is guiding our every decision and is in the midst of every detail. He is speaking to us daily. So don't live to please others or live up to their expectations for you, but live to follow God's leading in your journey of motherhood. Rely on him, rest in him, and trust that he too wants the best for you and your kids. What he leads you to do may be different from the next mom. That doesn't make either of you wrong. That means that his plans look different for each unique family. You can trust him. Be confident and know that you are doing a good job. And I'll share two verses as we end. John 8, 7, it says, They kept demanding an answer, and he stood up again and said, All right. Well, let me give a little background. This is a, a, a story. We're getting in the middle of the story, and I wanted to highlight this one part where a woman was caught um, in the middle of adultery. She was caught sinning. Um, uh, if we're relating it to mom life, we made a bad decision or we were, you know, we didn't make a decision other people around us were pleased with, right? So this story is of a woman caught in the middle of sin, making a mistake or doing the wrong thing to those um, watching her. And so, um, so he said, all right, Jesus said to the crowd that was accusing her and pointing fingers at her and telling Jesus, how are you going to punish her? He says, let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. When the accusers heard, accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. And so I felt like this was relevant, even though it's talking about her being caught in the middle of adultery. But this spoke to me even as mom, a mom, even in the topic of mom shame, because Jesus is saying, even when people are all around you pointing fingers and judging your every move as a mom or a person in general, and you feel like all eyes are on you and you never do anything that pleases anyone and you're always messing up, that Jesus is saying none of them were able to pick up a stone and throw it at you because each of the people accusing you, they themselves are making mistakes. They themselves don't get it right every time. They themselves aren't on their A game 24-7. They themselves aren't a perfect mom. So none of your accusers have any right to throw a stone at you. And Jesus says, who can condemn you? And he said, no one. And then he told her, neither do I. So don't forget that God isn't up there pointing fingers at you and accusing you and condemning you. If you've ever felt like that, that is not his heart. And that is not what he's doing. He is saying, go and sin no more. He's saying, go do your thing, mom. You're doing your best and just try your best. And it's okay. So I hope that scripture made sense, but I felt like it really spoke to me that he's not accusing me. He's not accusing you. And I'll end with this verse in Matthew 25. And it's talking about um, Jesus talking to um, three different people that he 
he gave um, three different servants. It's a parable in Matthew. You just go read it. But let me read this part. Um, he trusted them with so much, and those who did well with what he gave them, he blessed them and said, you did a good job. And it says, the master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. And so I felt like ending on this verse, God was even speaking to us moms. He has given each of us a child or multiple children. He has given you the responsibility of a mom. You're not just sitting there not doing anything with this responsibility. You have been faithful. You have been a faithful mom. You have persevered. You have done the hard work. You have sacrificed you have done well with what he has given you as a mom, the children he has entrusted with you. And I feel like he wanted you to be reminded, even in this scripture, good, you're, my good and faithful servant, you have been faithful. Let's celebrate. Good job. And so, you know, I just wanted to end on you being reminded that no matter what shame you felt in the past or in the present, that God is saying you're doing well, you're trying your best, and you're doing an amazing job with what I've given you, and I'm proud of you. And so today we talked about mom shame, the judgment aspect of it, and then the importance of unity in this community of moms. And lastly, ending on, you are doing a great job. I hope you enjoyed today's message. We'd love to connect with you. Follow Revive Moms on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If Revive Moms has been life-giving to you, then we'd love to connect with you as a church family. To learn more about Gravetop Church, visit gravetop.com or follow us on social media at Gravetop Church. Thanks for listening.